Hey, Pastor John Aiken here. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Faith Center podcast. We hope today's teaching will awaken and equip you to live out your God-given purpose. Enjoy. So anyways, um, uh, open your Bible um, uh, to Luke chapter 22. I'm going to pray and we're going to get started. So Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you for your word. I thank you for just your covenant, your covenant promises. We honor you. We bless you. We magnify you. And we worship you today. And we ask for your help in all things. In Jesus' name, amen. So looking at Luke 22, this is Jesus at what we call the Last Supper. It's actually the Passover meal. Um, and and it's a follow-up of Sunday. Uh, I'm going to read this here in a second, but it's a follow-up from Sunday where I talked about the Lord's table. And we really were focusing on Psalms 23, and I was going to jump to Luke 22, just didn't have time to get there. Uh, but talking about the table of the Lord, how you have your private table and your time with the Lord, and then you have you you know your uh, a table where you need to be in a relationship with some people. That's why life groups are so important to to be able to be in relationship with some people that are disciples of the Lord and 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 walking with the Lord. And so uh, so that's what we were talking about. So Luke twenty two. Verse 14, when the hour had come, he sat down and the 12 apostles with him. Then he said to them, with fervent desire, I have desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. So I want to stop right here. So there is this desire that the Lord had to come to this table. Now, this table, we would say in, in, in New Covenant terms, we would say this is the communion table. That's true. But what is the communion table? The communion, the communion table is the Passover meal. It's the Passover, uh, some would call it the Seder meal, the Passover table. So, so communion by faith looks back to the Passover because the Passover was a symbol, shadow, and type. The Passover in Exodus and Deuteronomy, that Passover is a symbol, shadow, and type of, um, of what it, of, of the Lord and the Lord being our Passover lamb and him, him being the one uh, who is our who is the lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. So Jesus is our Passover. He's our Passover lamb. So when they're eating this Passover meal and, and, and the fulfillment is there with the body and blood of Christ uh, is, is what communion is about, that communion looks back to Passover uh, the Passover meal, but looks to Jesus being our Passover. He is our Passover. He is our Passover lamb. And then it actually, the communion meal, not only looks to Jesus as our Passover and the lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world, but it looks forward uh, to the marriage supper of the lamb. And so so communion has different dimensions, a past, present, and future, and they're all connected. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And so when you look at this Passover meal and you're coming to take communion, you remember the Passover. And just like God delivered the Israelites out of Egypt through Moses, who's a symbol and shadow and type of Christ, and the, and the Lamb of God, who is a symbol uh, shadow and type of Christ, then then we realize that their deliverance is our deliverance. And that's why Jesus has long, He think about this, he had this desire for a long time to come actually fulfill 
this and be the Passover lamb that actually uh, and his blood uh, and his body given to actually free the Israelites and actually free all the whole world because uh, God reached the Jewish people to reach the world. Um, the promise to Abraham uh, in Genesis 12 was that all the families of the earth, all the families in the world would be blessed, um, not just the Jewish nation. And so Jesus is our Passover lamb. And so it looks back to the, to the Passover and it looks forward to the marriage supper of the lamb for those who have partaken of the body and blood of Christ. And what does that mean? It doesn't mean just taking the elements in a, in a communion meal. Uh, what it's talking about is you believing in Christ because you can take the elements and go through the motions, but it doesn't mean you have put your faith in Jesus as Lord. And to build a relationship with Jesus, to begin a relationship with Jesus, you must believe, according to Romans 10, 9 and 10, that Jesus is Lord and that God has raised him from the dead. And when you believe that and you you confess that in prayer to him and you surrender yourself to him as your Messiah, as the Lord, uh, as your Lord, then his blood and his body. Now there's this exchange. He He's your substitute sacrifice. He's your Passover lamb. If you know the story in Exodus and what they would have done in Exodus, they would have taken um, the lamb and the blood of the lamb. They put on the doorposts of their house, which actually made the shape of a cross. And so the blood of the lamb covers the house, covers you, covers your heart. And and the death angel, the judgment would pass over you. That's why we call it the Passover. The, the judgment would pass over you because the blood of the lamb covers your sins and is a covering for you, a protection for you. And then they would roast the lamb and eat the lamb. So the lamb was in them in them and the blood of the lamb was on the doorpost of their house. Very symbolic to us that Christ comes to live inside of us when we yield ourselves to him and or we're born again. And, and so now we have the, the lamb in us and we have the blood of the lamb kind of in us and on us that frees us from our Egypt and, and, and helps us begin to go to our promised land. And so, uh, there, gosh, there's lots of stuff and all that. But so the, the communion meal is big. It looks back to Passover. It looks forward to the marriage supper of the Lamb and looks directly at the finished work and redemption of Christ. Um, and he says, um, 16, for I say to you that I will no longer eat of it until, the, until it is fulfilled in the kingdom of God. And then he took the cup and gave thanks and said, take this and divide it among yourselves. For I say to you that I will not drink of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God comes. So this is all about fulfillment stuff. This is all about he is fulfilling this. Uh, and all the symbols and shadows and, and types are kind of fading away. And here's the substance. Here's, here's, here's the source and the substance. And he says, this is my body. Uh, or he, so, and he took the bread and gave thanks and broke it and gave it to them saying, this is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And it goes on to say, likewise, he also took the cup after the supper, saying, this is the cup of the new covenant uh, in my blood, which is shed for you. Notice the for you part. It's for you. It's for you. He's not doing this stuff for him. He's doing it for you. It's for you. Behold, the hand of my betrayer is with me at the table. Now, I don't have time to break this down, uh, but what I want you to know is at the table of the Lord, when when it's remember the table in the presence of my enemies, we talked about that on Sunday, 
that he said he prepares a table for me, even in the presence of my enemies. Notice the two that were at the table with the Lord, the betrayer and the denier. The one who Judas, who was who had betrayed him and was about to betray, betray him. And then Peter, who's about to deny him. So at the table of the Lord, two things are revealed. The heart of God is revealed and the heart of the enemy is revealed. And the presence of the enemy is there, the betrayer and the denier who's coming to use Judas and Peter as puppets. Uh, but the heart of the, the enemy, the presence of the enemy is there in the form of betrayal and denial of Christ. So one of the things that when you come to the, you have a heart to come to the communion table and you take communion, whether it's you personally or even with other people, what you have to confront is the, the tendency or the temptation to betray or deny the Lord. You say, well, I don't betray him and deny him. Okay, we well, just better search your heart. And you need to search what are the ways in which I've betrayed him? What are the ways in which I've gone against him? What areas of my flesh or my life or my heart have come and I've, I've betrayed him or, or, or maybe in ways denied him in, in certain areas? And, and then you, you, so you look in yourself to see the betrayer and the denier. And this is how you remember. You remember the Lord. You put him first. You don't let betrayal slip in. You don't let denial slip in. You, you remember the Lord and you don't forget. You don't forget that he's number one. You don't forget that he's first. You don't forget that he is your life, that he is the Lord who brought you out of Egypt and delivered you from the house of bondage, that he's your God, that he's first. That he's the most important relationship in your life. And you, you, you don't forget that. Sometimes in life it's so easy to forget and you don't forget that. That's why the communion meal is about desire and coming to remember the Lord. Not just remember what he's done, but to remember who he is in your life. And, and walk in that covenant meal and that covenant promise that I am the Lord's and the Lord is mine. And I'm, in, I'm one with the Lord. The two has become one. And he is my Lord. And, and I'm not going to really turn there, but in 2 Kings 17, verse 38, uh, what, what you see, matter of fact, I am going to turn there. And I know I'm actually going a minute long, but y'all can handle it. It says in 17, verse 38, here it is. And he's, he's talking to kings that I don't have time to get into the story, but they're they're not following God. They're not remembering. They're forgetting the Lord, their God. And here's what he says to them. And the covenant that I made with you, you, verse 38, 2 Kings 17, verse 38. And the covenant that I made with you, you shall not forget, uh, nor shall you fear other gods. And it goes on just, it, the whole chapter is amazing, but it, it, and the, there's numbers of other chapters that talks about, do not forget. That's what the Passover meal was so passionate to help them remember and generations to remember. It's one thing when an individual forgets, it's a whole nother thing when generation forgets. So do not forget. And so when you take communion and you come to your table, the table of just you and the Lord and having your meaningful, personal time to spend time with the Lord, uh, it's a place for you not to forget, for you to remember who the Lord is, all that the Lord has done and who he is and who you are in him. And, and also, to, it's a place to come and desire and to examine with this passion to examine your heart so that there's no denial and there's no betrayal showing up. The presence of your enemy is there. So you search for the, the inner enemy, the inner enemy of your flesh and false beliefs and your fears. 
But then even when you come to the other table, you begin to squash in your relationships and your family and those close to you, those that you want to walk and love one another with. You begin to squash the betrayal and the denial that's at work in your community around you. And you begin to honor the Lord and remember that you you are uh, the Lord's and you're walking in relationship with the Lord's people. So, Father, in Jesus name, I just thank you for the one watching and listening that you help them have help them to remember, help them not to forget your promises of who you are and what you've done. And and so we can walk in healthy, strong, confident, covenant relationship with you. And walk faithful in agreement with your faithfulness. And Lord, that that they'd have meaningful time with you. And Lord, lead them into groups of people. And have meaningful time with others in the Lord. And that they would take communion and even have communion meals together. To honor you and to remember you. And to not forget your promises and not forget your power. So I to speak your peace, your joy, and your love to give us victory. I thank you. You've already given us victory over the denier and over the betrayer and over all the power of the enemy. And we thank you for it in Jesus name. Amen. Love you guys. See you Sunday. Thanks again for listening to the Faith Center podcast. To connect with us, go to faithcenter.tv and fill out our connection card. We pray blessings over you and your family. We'll see you next time.